Bridgewater is a production of iHeartRadio 3D Audio and Grim and Mild from Aaron Mankey. For full exposure, listen with headphones. Listener discretion advised. Bepin? Bepin! Bepin! You all right, Bradshaw? No, I'm, no, I'm not. Oh, well, I'm about to make your day a little better. I just picked up the Celeste files from the Anne, station. this is really not a good time. Where are you? Hockamock. Why? Vipin. Vipin was here this morning following up on the carvings, and he called, and I don't know, something happened, and he was attacked, or... I'm on my way. No, that's really not, you don't... Okay, okay, thank you. Vipin! 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 I can hear you, buddy. I'm coming. Hang on. Are you okay? Oh, Vipin. Are you hurt? Are you... Oh, my head. Oh, God. Is it bad? Uh, no. No, 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 no. You're going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Do you think you can move? Uh, yeah, uh, I think so. Hello? Who's that? Ann? Hello? Ann? Bippin, uh, did you see anything? Do you know what attacked you? Lights. Lights. There were lights. Someone's eyes. Hello? Bippin, we gotta, we gotta get going. There's something. What the hell? Oh, God. Bippin, put your arms around my neck. What? Just do it. Look at me, buddy. We gotta get moving. Don't look over there. Just look at me. There you are. Ed. Ed, run. Jeremy? Jeremy, what are, Ed, what are you doing? Don't look at that thing. What? What thing? Is he okay? Vip Ed? Was he conscious when you got here? Yeah, he was. He, he must have just passed out. Okay. All right. Well, come on. Let's get him to a hospital. Yeah. And there's something. Yeah. Yeah, right. We got to get him to the hospital. Did you notice any symbols on the trees in the clearing, or were you looking for him? Yeah, I was a little bit focused on other things. Did you actually notice any carvings? Oh, you bet your ass I did. What? 
I counted at least seven, scattered throughout the swamp. I didn't exactly stop and take pictures, but I think I could probably find them again. I'll, I'll go back there once we know the boys are right. No, I, I, I don't. I don't think that's wise. Mm -mm. Uh, don't you want to know what happened to him? I mean, the answers might be in those symbols. But, but it isn't safe, and so you, you can't. Excuse me. You just can't go back in there, okay? You have to promise me that you won't go back. Jeremy, I have spent hundreds of hours in that swamp. Yeah, and the other night, you nearly broke your leg. Yes, and this time I'll be more prepared. Yeah, but there is no way to prepare for what's in there. Jeremy, what did you see? Nothing, I just... Nothing. Jeremy. I don't know, it doesn't make any sense, I don't... There was a dog. A dog? Yeah, and it was... It was huge, Anne. Mm-hmm. It was bigger than it. it. It didn't make any sense in its eyes. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. You brought in Mr. Karana, correct? Yeah. Hi, I'm Jeremy Bradshaw, and this is Ann Becker. How's he doing? He's going to be just fine. He lost some blood and has a mild concussion, but he's okay. Thank God. <laughs> were there any other injuries beyond the ones that were on his head? Other than the lacerations on his skull, he's in tip-top shape. These types of injuries are rare, but can be fatal. Your friend is lucky. What do you mean by these types of injuries? Owl attacks. What? Excuse me? Like I said, unusual, but not unheard of. Maybe he happened upon a nest or something. Birds can get territorial. It was an owl attack. Seen it before, <laughs> would recognize it anywhere. We're running some blood tests to check for infection, but we've given him a rabies shot to be safe. <gasps> it was an owl attack. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Doctor. Does he live with anyone? Uh, Bradshaw. Uh, sorry. No, no, I, I don't think he does. Could someone keep an eye on him? Just for the next 24 hours? What should we be looking for? Any confusion, dizziness, vomiting. If he has a hard time waking up. But just have him rest for the next day or so, and he should be able to get back to things soon enough. Thank you, Doctor. We've got it from here. An owl. Yeah, I've heard that one before. I have lived here my whole life, and I have never known anyone to be genuinely attacked by a goddamn owl. If that is what the doctor said it was. Well, doctors say a lot of things. Yeah, usually things that are right. It is the most rational explanation. All right, come on, let's do whatever paperwork we need to do to bring that boy home. I told you, Anne, I really don't know what I saw. You said there was a giant black dog, red eyes. You know what that sounds like. It sounds like my eyes were playing tricks on me, okay? You said you didn't see anything. Yeah, but, th but that thing was so fast. What do you mean, that thing? Back when I first joined the force, there were reports, reports of a giant black dog with red eyes terrorizing locals. And a man had his horses ripped in two. Well, that explains it then. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, thank you. No, that explains why I would hallucinate a black dog with red eyes. I'm sure that I overheard my dad talking about that case when I was a kid, or oh, I don't know, I came across it in my research and something just stuck in my head. 
you know, all the reading I've been doing and the adrenaline of worrying about Vipin and my exhaustion, and it, it all just caused my brain to glitch out. Do you honestly believe that? Of course I do. The doctor said it was an owl attack, and that makes perfect sense. <sighs> I don't know what I was thinking earlier. I completely overreacted. No, you were finally thinking straight, Bradshaw. You saw something your books and your research couldn't explain. And that's where you're wrong. My books and my research, they do explain this. This is exactly what all of it is about. People creating stories to justify things. Our brains, they're just imperfect. And I saw a shadow or a, or a fox or I don't know what, and my mind just turned it in to this monster. I feel foolish. I, it, was a, it was an owl. And I really thought. It really looked bad, Ann. Vipping. He was limp. Blood all over his face. And, and it was my fault. Just fear. Just, that's all it was. Fear and adrenaline. Those are the real monsters. Why don't we go ask Vipin? what the real monsters are. Hey, Vipin, here's some tea. Uh, thank you. How are you feeling? Ah, uh, like I got attacked by an owl. <laughs> Which uh, is a completely ridiculous thing to say. <laughs> well, the good news is you're going to be okay. Yeah. And you shouldn't feel too ridiculous because, <laughs> believe it or not, the, the doctor said that this isn't the first time she's seen something like this. I know. I know. I just, uh, I just feel stupid. Well, you and me both. Wait, what do you have to feel stupid about? Vipin, um... Did you see the owl? No, it um, it, it just it moved too fast. I I think I heard it though. Uh, there was something. Well, uh, what am I trying to say? It, it felt like something was following me through the swamp. I know that's not true. It, it can't be true. But what? What did you see? I didn't see anything at first. I I just heard it. There was something. It, it was just rustling at first, always right behind me. But I would turn around and and, and there would be nothing. But but there was a, a a voice. A voice? Did you recognize it? No, no, it wasn't. I'm I'm not sure it was a human voice. You mean like how sometimes uh, a cat? Crying from far away, it sounds like a baby? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Except this was close. What was it saying? Iwa Chu. Iwa Chu? Isn't that. It's probably just an animal. No, no, Jeremy, it didn't sound like an animal. You said it didn't sound human. I know what I said. Okay. Why don't we let you. Rest up, Vipin. You're still concussed. We shouldn't be bothering you with all this I'm stuff. I'm fine. I'm fine. I 
I have a little bit of a headache, but but I'm thinking clearly, okay? Well, buddy, it doesn't sound like you are. You've had a traumatizing day. No, you, you, I know what I saw. Vipin, you just said you heard something, and now you're saying you saw something. I was trying to tell you on the phone, but that's when something attacked me. An owl attacked you. Sure, an owl, maybe. I'm no, not maybe. I'm sorry, Vipin, but we shouldn't be indulging in these fantasies. Hey, would you stop insulting the boy, Bradshaw? I mean, if he's saying that he saw something, then he saw something. Hey, this really isn't any of your business, Anne. Well, you know, you don't seem to be handling it very well on your own. What? What is that supposed to mean? You're too blinded by your rationality to see what is right in front of you. I'm too blinded? You can't see past this absurd notion that there's something supernatural in Hockamock Swamp. There is something supernatural in Hockamock Swamp. Vipin, stop. No, everyone just shut up for one second. Lights. Okay, there were orbs of light. What are you talking about? The voice. It, it was whispering... And then out of the trees came these lights. Floating lights? Yes. Yes. Wait, how, how do you know they were floating? Jeremy, see? This sounds exactly like what Daniel experienced. My mother said something about floating lights, and I told you that, Vipin. And she said that you, Anne, you used to talk about floating lights in the forest. M me? That wasn't me. No, that was your father. On one of his patrols of Freetown Forest, he said that they were strange lights that appeared. No way. My dad didn't believe in this crap. No, I've told you this before, and I'll keep telling you. Yes, he did. Your mother has it all backwards. I wasn't trying to convince him of something, honey. He was trying to convince me. And what did he say the lights looked like? Uh, about this big? Yeah. Yeah, he said the size of a basketball, and that there were three of them. Yes, three of them. They were sitting in a triangle with two... On top. Right. But he said that he saw him in Freetown Forest, not in Hockamock Swamp. Uh, did you guys ever figure out what they were? Well, he thought that maybe something to do with Puckwudgies, but... Anne, I think you should go. Excuse me? Vipin needs to rest. I don't need you to speak for me. I'm fine, Anne. You don't need to go. Thank you like... for your help, Anne. I think you should go. Okay, Bradshaw, but I, I'm really sorry that this stuff makes you feel uncomfortable, but I think we need to talk about it. No. We don't. You need to let it go. This has gotten completely out of hand. People are getting hurt. And I'm not going to indulge it any longer. What are you saying? I'm saying that whatever this has been, this investigation or whatever you're doing into my dad, it's over. No, we still don't have any answers. Which is the same as it's always been, but my dad's badge didn't appear because of lights in the woods or because of some giant dog. It washed up. How do you explain the lack of wear and tear on it? It doesn't matter. None of it matters. It just doesn't change anything. There is a rational explanation for it, regardless of whether we find it or not. You don't give up, Jeremy. Well, I am giving up. I'm giving up on this. What about the messages, huh? How, how do you explain that? What? Weird voicemails that you think are my dad? They're nothing, Anne. You can barely even tell that it's a man at all. What if I could prove that it's Thomas? Sure. Cool. Yeah, if you can prove that my dad is sending you voicemails from beyond the grave, go for it. Good luck with that project. But until that happens, I think it's best that we go our separate ways before someone else gets hurt. 
I really appreciate you spending your Sunday afternoon helping an old woman out. Are you kidding? This is the most interesting thing I've done all week. <laughs> oh, then you need to get out more, kid. Seriously, creepy voicemails on both your home and cell phone, old police tapes. This is like one of those mysteries in a box you can subscribe to. What's a mystery in a box? <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Um, how's Vip been doing? Uh, I talked to Jeremy this morning. He's doing just fine. Good. That's good. Uh, I'm glad he's okay. He's a nice guy. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, he is. You should be hanging more with kids your own age, so... Are you trying to set me up on a play date? <laughs> trying to prevent you from turning into me. There are worse things in the world. Uh, that's certainly true. But maybe you're right. I'll text him, see if he wants to hang out when he's feeling better. We just, uh, won't go hiking. No kidding. An owl attack. Who'd have thought? Hmm. I take it you don't buy that it was an owl? Uh, look, kid, I know that you don't believe in the Bridgewater Triangle, so... But you've been around the block, seen stuff. Look, I know, I've gotten this speech before. I'm just saying that you and your technology, you rely on it too much. You think it can tell you everything, but the answers aren't in there. Oh, yeah? So you don't want me to keep repairing this audio? All right, yeah, there, there's some answers in there, but <laughs> it isn't the solution to everything. I know that. But just because there are some things that are hard to explain doesn't mean it's ghosts or monsters. Okay, I think I've cleaned up this audio as well as I can. Can I hear it? Anne? Anne, you need to help. Blake, you were right. It isn't what it seems. It's happening again. And it will all end this time. One way or another. Nana? That's... That's him. That's my Thomas. I... Are you sure? I'd know that voice anywhere. Let's compare it to the tapes. God, I can't believe it. There, uh, that one. Uh, hold on, it's Mom. Hey, Mom. You can tell her that I'll have you back before dinner. What? What? What do you mean? August 2nd, we interviewed several witnesses over at Shiner Farms. After the mutilation of the horses, they set up fences, measuring five feet, four inches high. Despite being double reinforced, the northwest corner of the fence has been Nana? No, just one second, kid. Hold on. Nana! Well, I mean, did you hear it? It's the same voice. It's Thomas. I, I don't know how or why or what it means, but, but that's Thomas's voice on my answering machine. Nana, that was Mom. Liv, what is it? It's Ethan. He was out camping this weekend with his Boy Scout troop. Yeah, in Freetown Forest, right? Yeah, Mom went to go pick him up this afternoon, and... Nana, he wasn't with his troop. Well, what do you mean? What are you, what are you saying? Ethan wasn't with his troop when they woke up, and they've been looking for him all day, and... Liv? Man, he's missing.
Bridgewater was created by Aaron Mankey and written and directed by Lauren Shippen, with executive producers Aaron Mankey, Misha Collins, Matt Frederick, and Alex Williams. Supervising producer Trevor Young, editing and sound design by Trevor Young and Matt Stillo, and music by Chad Lawson. Starring Misha Collins as Jeremy Bradshaw, Melissa Ponzio as Ann Becker, Karin Sony as Vipin Karana, Lori Allen as Nancy Collins, Cheryl Umania as Officer Bautista, Victoria Grace as Katie Franks, Will Wheaton as Captain Haddock, Hillary Burton Morgan as Shelley Hoskins, Jonathan Joss as Joseph Hoskins, Sabra May as Olivia Hoskins, Samuel Marty as Ethan Hoskins, Kristen Bauer as Celeste, and Nathan Fillion as Thomas Bradshaw. With additional voice acting by Brigham Snow, Andrew Nowak, Julia Morizawa, Jarvis Johnson, Anne Brielle Bresnan, Kristen DiMacurio, James Oliva, and Liran Amiel. Learn more about the show over at grimandmild.com slash Bridgewater. And find more podcasts from iHeartRadio on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And as always, thanks for listening.